Hello and welcome to the MARC and MSRED slash MBA current student discussion. Uh, if you're not familiar, this is in reference to the dual degrees that are offered between the School of Architecture and Planning and the School of Management, one being a Master's of Architecture with an MBA, the other uh, Master's in Real Estate Development with an MBA. And this is a, a current student discussion uh, that's a conversation that's dedicated to providing prospective students with an opportunity to hear from our current students. My name is Aaron Shaw. I'm the Assistant Director of Recruitment for our full-time MBA and MS programs in the University at Buffalo School of Management. I have the immense pleasure of being joined today by Kevin Donovan, who's the Director of Graduate Admissions in the School of Architecture and Planning. Welcome, Kevin. Thanks, Aaron. Glad to be here. As well as the stars of today's show, uh, so please join me in welcoming Joshua and Samanth, a couple of our current students. Josh and Samanth, welcome and thanks for being here. Thank you for having us. Of course. Thank you so much. Of course. All right. So without further ado, we want to jump right in and get to the questions, learn more about your experiences, your lives, and ultimately uh, kick things off with a little bit of an introduction and what prompted you to choose UB? So why did you end up coming here? Uh, we'll start with Samant. Yeah. Um, so fortunately, I did grow up in a very entrepreneurial household and very... Uh, since very early in life, you know, I've, uh, I've understood that regardless of what the profession is, at the end of the line, it's a business. Um, and you'd have to understand the leadership aspect, the business aspect of it, if you want to grow within that profession. Um, so with uh, experience in real estate and architecture, um, you know, and growing up with uh, entrepreneurs all my life, um, my next step was getting my master's in architecture and I wanted to add the business to it so I could um, you know have the leadership and business uh, mentality when I get out uh, which I could leverage for better jobs or even starting my own business and again UB is one of the really nice places and the curriculum is built uh, well for um, this dual degree program. Did you find in your research that UB was unique in the sense that it did offer dual degrees? Uh, yeah, uh, so I did have a couple schools in mind, uh, but the reason UB stood out was the curriculum and how they split the time between the schools itself. Um, and, you know, they are, these two are really challenging programs and UB has found a very unique way in trying to connect both of those. And honestly, uh, the advisors um, and just the school in general, the schools in general, uh, they're very accommodating in terms of what kind of classes you wanted to take, what, uh, you know, they talk to you and design the curriculum for you, uh, which is good. Uh, it's still restricting uh, and it's a very strict curriculum, but you get uh, to choose, uh, you know, your electives and uh, what you want to become uh, when you graduate. Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much. Joshua, how about you? Tell us a little bit about yourself and ultimately what brought you to UB. Definitely. Um, so for my story, I, I was from about an hour south of Buffalo. So um, I've always been exposed to UB. I've always seen UB. I knew it was probably one of the most prestigious universities in the area in terms of Western New York. Um, and for me, I actually started at Pitt. I went to Pitt for my freshman year of my undergrad. Um, as most of us know, out-of-state tuition is not friendly on your pockets. So I jumped back over the border. And I came back and I was like, I need to go somewhere that has the same feel as Pitt, the size of Pitt, the academic prosperity that, that um, you know, 
UB offered as well, that was in comparison to Pitt. And that's why I landed at UB for my undergrad. Went there for finance. Then afterwards, I was like, hey, I want to stay and do a grad program. What do I like to do? Real estate was something I was passionate about. You can barely find a real estate program unless you go to an Ivy League school or a large university out of state. So when I saw that UB was offering not only a real estate program, but paired it with the MBA, and I was already a finance major, I thought it was a perfect fit for me. So I was able to stay local, stay within the industry that I was seeking after um, uh, for employment, and it was a perfect match. Yeah, thank you. And a couple of important points there. I think one, you know, the the tremendous value that UB brings to the table. So not only does it offer these unique programs, uh, but it does so in a way that if you look across the competitive landscape, the ROI is incredible, right? Um, and the other thing that you touched on there that I think it's important to highlight is following your passion, right? So many times, you know, going from undergrad, trying to figure out what your next step is, whether it's grad school, whether it's getting into the job market, whatever it may be. Uh, always encourage you to to chase after what you get excited about. Um, and so if that is real estate, if that is architecture, um, but you've got a business background or not, because at the end of the day, as Suman said, everything is a business. Um, these programs can certainly make a lot of sense for folks. Um, Suman, uh, now turning back to you quickly, um, and you alluded to this in your initial answer uh, in sharing, you know, why you be mm-hmm. in terms of the curriculum. Uh, but what have you found to be challenging so far in your dual degree journey? Yeah, definitely. Uh, so, like, like I said before, these two are really intense programs. Um, MBA, they're not academically um, intensive. They're more intellectually intensive and time consuming. Um, for me specifically, something that I found really challenging was time management. But um, these programs are designed in such a way Uh, They're so smartly designed because they force you to learn how to manage time and, you know, push in extracurricular activities, uh, go network with people. So they train basically the program forces you to train yourself uh, to be a master of, you know, managing time and prioritizing and reprioritizing uh, tasks that come up, which is, you know, something that I've always seen really successful leaders have um, is the ability to prioritize tasks when needed. Um, And just in the six months of being here, um, you know, I've been able to uh, get a grasp of my schedule, get a grasp of how my week is going to be spread out and not be stuck on it, rather just change it accordingly and be flexible with uh, how it goes on. Yeah, time management is is an ongoing trend and theme that comes up when speaking with current students. Um, obviously, it's a skill, and, and as such, you can develop it and get better at it over time uh, with experience. And again, you kind of talked about this a little bit in your initial answer, but there's more to these programs than just sitting in a classroom, right? There's, there's extracurriculars, there's the community, there is the UB environment as a whole. So there's lots of stuff to do, and, and you should, rightfully so. Uh, and, and certainly be consistent in doing so, because I think we'll talk about this in a little bit, but networking is ultimately a, a key that opens a lot of doors for folks. And so what do you do? You mentioned that you've, you've been able to figure it out a little bit, but what specifically do you do to, to balance all of that? Uh, yeah, sure. So a couple of people in my team, um, you know, we get together and we have um a list of things that are due for the week, um, you know, for the MBA program, and we list them out and we basically assign the days uh, to get it done. Uh, sometimes it gets done, sometimes it doesn't, but um, 
we always are ready to be flexible and you know have somebody else take over the reins if another person's a little lagging behind so that team effort uh is something that was very interesting uh to look at or just experience um you know and uh yeah that's that's basically how i plan out my week so i sit sit down sunday night or either you know before classes monday and just plan out my week just go to a ub learns and get a schedule and what's due um and just plan it out and then add all the networking and all the extracurricular stuffs in between those um so i don't get burnt out or uh you know uh just uh do only school work during the entire week yeah great advice thank you for sharing joshua i want to turn to you next uh for this follow-up question um and you've had the the pleasure of actually experiencing both programs to this point correct yes i'm going to my last semester yeah so obviously there's a transition that takes place and for our audience if you're not familiar the way that a dual degree is designed is essentially your your one year focused on one program the next following year the other program and then the third and final year is a blend of the two um and so josh as we just mentioned has has had experience uh with both programs Josh, what would you say is the most significant adjustment when going from the School of Management into the School of Architecture and Planning or vice versa? Yes, so I will preface the, the challenge with something that's positive. I'll say that of all the dual degrees, I mean, I haven't had direct experience with all of them, but I can say with real estate and business, there it's, it's, it's pretty seamless, despite what I'm about to mention, because um, a lot of the schools in other areas of the country, the real estate program is under the business school. So um, the real estate in itself is a, is a large scale business. Um, it's an industry that's focused on business principles. So I'm going to preface it with that. But in terms of the locally at UB, um, the problems that I've had or the thorns that I've seen that in that area is with transitioning the, um, I'd say the academic side of it with as uh, Samantha, was, Samantha was talking about the actual planning of classes. For me, it's been hard to kind of transition to figuring out what I need for the MBA side versus what can satisfy the real estate side. Um, what's the best way for me to use my classes so that I'm getting both prongs of my degree, um, not only satisfied, but with the uh, knowledge that I need for the industry going forward. For example, am I gonna take a finance class in real estate and use that for my MBA um, finance classes, or am I gonna take an MBA class in finance and use it for my real estate side? Two are, those are two different sides of finance, but which one am I gonna pursue after college and what would be the best use of my time here? So that's been a real struggle for me to see which class I'm going to use wisely for going forward after college. Yeah, understandable. And thanks for sharing. Uh, I don't think it's any secret at this point, right? Based on what we've talked about thus far, there's a lot of moving parts. So it can be challenging to try to figure out how it all fits together. Uh, Josh, based on that, what you've experienced, though, is, is there advice that you can share for future use on, on how to kind of navigate those challenges? Definitely. Uh, my biggest, my biggest advice to anybody that was going to do it in the future is making sure you sit down on the front end, not only plan what concentration you're going to do first, whether it's the MBA or real estate, but plan what industries that you're looking to go into after graduation. That's going to help with your course schedule. Um, obviously, we all have our general eds and the requirements for each degree program, but once you're starting to understand the industry focus, whether it's going to be banking on uh, the real estate side, then you can take more bank finance on your MBA side 
focusing on being on the equity side and you want to take more investment management stuff on the MBA side. So the biggest advice I can have is go in on the front end with the plan for the back end and it'll be it'll be seamless the entire time. But if you go in with it kind of still jumbled and, and, and all your plans are in the air, it's going to be a tough time on the, on the back end planning your exit uh, electives. Yeah, and, and I'm curious, what about resources? You know, are there resources in either school or both schools that help you navigate that? There is. Um, Julia Braun is going to be mad at me that I forget the actual name of it, but it's I think it's the <laughs> Academic Advising Report. <laughs> um, I think I think that is the actual uh, list that you go to, and that has been the number one savior to my to my uh, track progression because right there it tells you all the general as that you need all the requirements for each side then it also tells you specifically what electives satisfy either both programs or one of the programs that you're looking to satisfy that year so as you go down that list it closes when you fulfill that requirement and it leaves it open if you haven't fulfilled it so going through that it actually helps plan your track ahead of time sometimes two semesters okay excellent thank you so much uh Simon. Uh, turning our focus uh, more to the people that are involved in the programs, right? Um, I'm curious, you mentioned earlier that obviously you have teammates uh, on the MBA side of things, um, but hopefully you've been able to connect with others on the MARC side of things as well. So uh, thus far on your journey, have you found that it, you've been able to form bonds in general and, and strong bonds at that with, with classmates from either program? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, MBA has this uh, really great uh, program called Corporate Champions, uh, where they put you in a group and pretty much your first semester, all your classes are together. So you work with them with all the pretty much all your assignments. Um, and I'm not going to lie, sometimes there are going to be people in your team that are going to get on your last nerve, uh, uh, you know, and that's just part, part of the process. Um, but the beauty of uh, working with people like that is it trains you um you know to uh understand and you know motivate people that don't look eye to eye maybe they are not on the same level as you are maybe they don't understand uh the concepts the same way as you do um having that diverse and open mind um is a great asset to have and in fact um you know talking about strong bonds one of my teammates and i we are working on a business together um you know, and the ironic part is we don't see eye to eye on most things. We are very different people. We have different approaches. Our end goal or our end game is the same, but we take completely different approaches. So uh, just working with teams and talking to people and just having that mentality of open mind um, helps you realize the value another person can bring, um, which is, you know, one of the biggest assets you can have, especially when you're trying to go into um, the professional world, regardless of what profession um, or what industry you're going to. Yeah, thank you. So what an awesome experience, right? The, the fact that you're, you're placed into this environment with incredible layers of diversity, right? So we've already heard from both Sumanth and Joshua that uh, there's dual degrees that exist, right? And this is in addition to uh, the tradi traditional MBA, which like Saman said in the beginning, everything in life is a business, right? So you're going to have interactions um, and be responsible for helping to manage deliverables with folks that have engineering backgrounds, healthcare backgrounds, music or art. I mean, there's literally no uh, cap 
on who you may encounter and not only that but their experience levels so it's all going to be different i think the one the one thing that we can all agree is that the the mentality exists uh that we're we're looking to move in a positive direction you know so whatever success the definition of success is for folks um they all want to move in that direction um so how you get there that's that's the fun part right but when you're mixed into an environment where it's all these people that want to be super successful, it's contagious and, you know, helping one another along the way, being collaborative, that all rubs off and sure uh, human nature, right. And, and replicates the real world. We're not all going to agree. We may not even all like each other, but the fact that we're all here for the same purpose um, does ultimately create this group think in a positive manner um, and really does it's, it's an amazing environment to, to just sit back and witness, uh, let alone be a part of. So thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, and it, honestly, if I may add, um, you know, it, it pretty much helps you um, understand what the corporate world's going to be like, uh, especially working in teams with different strengths, you know, different weaknesses uh, within teammates, because when you go out to get a job or when you get a job, um, not everybody in your team's going to be the strongest player. Uh, sometimes you'd have to find ways to, you know, balance it out. Uh, so this is a great uh, platform um, you could use to help you get that skill, uh, in, in, you know, be a leader um, at the end of the day, uh, end of the day. But yeah, it, it's a great experience, like you said. Yeah. And that's the management part, right? That's just as much people as it is time or, or assets or whatever else. Um, so again, thank you for sharing that. Joshua, want to turn back to you quickly here. Um, what's one thing that you learned during either the MSRED or MBA thus far that you didn't anticipate going into it? Uh, one thing that I did not anticipate was the true depth of relationship management you have to have in both of these programs. Um, you know, business, they always say it's not what you know, it's who you know. And, you know, it can't be understated, but it's even so much more, the more in real estate. So um, having a dual degree in real estate development and in um, business, the MBA side of it, um, I did. I could not under underestimate how much that was a part of it, and the school gives a plethora of opportunities to to help you with that. Um, for example, on the real estate development side, some of the adjunct professors are still um, currently practicing, and they're some of the largest institutions in the local area. And on the MBA side, the alumni network has already been vast, as most uh, people that go to UB know. So, having that background in relationship management through the school in terms of resources, but also trying starting to understand um, the relationship management that's needed in the industry in general, um, that was something that I didn't expect. And but it was always there, supported by the school. So, thank you, B, for that. Yeah, for sure. Thanks again for sharing. Um, and what a great segue! I'm going to pivot now and hand it off to my colleague Kevin um, with some more uh, in terms of networking. Yeah, Aaron, this is great. Uh, thanks again for the opportunity. Um, from a personal level, you know, working with both Samanth and Josh has been pretty fantastic. When, when they came to me and we started talking about the dual options, uh, the one thing I told them both was you're diversifying your professional skill set by going into these dual paths. Um, both of them came well prepared with questions, and it's really great to hear their feedback and how they're kind of moving through both programs. So applaud both you guys and I'm really glad the success is definitely reachable. Um, Samantha, I'm gonna start with you. 
A couple of things I just want you to kind of elaborate on would be the types of networking opportunities you've taken advantage of while you've been at UB, and then um, maybe any experience you've had with any of the UB alumni networks so far. I know it's only been six months, but. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, you know, something that I learned very early in life um, and something one of my mentors keep uh, pushing on me is network. So regardless of what profession you're trying to go into, you have to network. And I remember I, uh, you know, started talking to you and Aaron, uh, you know, a year before I even got to UB. Uh, I used to send in like almost, I used to bug you guys with emails like almost every other week, uh, just trying to understand the program. And to be very honest, that has come in favor for me, maybe in terms of just advocating for me as an, uh, a student to be admitted or just on a scholarship uh, standpoint, um, you know, it's it's been a great, that, that was my uh, starting point of networking within UB and, you know, it goes beyond you guys as well. Uh, the UB has a great resource, um, you know, I've, I'm not gonna lie, I met over 30 startup founders in and around Buffalo uh, in six months since I've been here. Like every weekend I just go out and meet these people and CRC, which is a career resource center, um, it's it's a great asset uh, at the School of Management. So all you have to do is go give them a list of names that you want to connect with and they will make it happen. Um, and again, the alumni at UB are fantastic. Um, I'm sure Joshua is aware um, of Lindsay McCalliso. Um She was a, a, a MBA and MSRD uh, dual degree, um, you know, graduate. Uh, but uh, yeah, she's been a great resource. Alex McLeod, she was another um, alumni that I could reach out to. All these guys help help me make a decision of choosing UB and still, you know, advise me on. Um, things um, you know on every aspect of uh, that I that I want to do uh, you know they have been great mentors per se um, and yeah the networking opportunities at UB have been uh, one of my biggest resource uh, till date. Excellent, thanks, Samant. Uh, Josh, so I know you mentioned a little bit about your your advisement uh, relationship with School of Management. I guess I just wanted you to maybe expound a little bit on. You know, where did you receive guidance when you were selecting classes? I know you, you talked a little bit about the AAR, but then um, was there uh, identifying specific staff that ensured you were on the right track? Could you get all of your questions answered? Just kind of lay that out for us if you can. Definitely, definitely. So the two names that come to my head first is uh, Norma Everett on the MS Red side and Julia Braun on the MBA side. So both of them have helped me out through the entire process. Um, my mode of, of working through it was I go through classes that I believe can uh, facilitate the degree requirements and satisfy the electives and then I would contact them on both sides to make sure that number one if I'm correct number two it's the correct um, order of the classes and then number three is it can it be counted on both sides of the degree um, and they've helped me out tremendously to make sure that I'm not only satisfying it that I'm, I'm doing it in an efficient fashion. Um, so I'd say those two names come to my mind first, and then the, the resource I already mentioned is the AAR. Yeah. Awesome, thanks, Josh. Yeah, I think it's important um, for both Aaron and I to kind of relay that to the audience that there are these innate personal services that UB provides on, in both departments, which I think is key to student success. Uh, so Samantha, one last question, um, you know, 
Can you kind of give us um, some one big takeaway from your experience so far with uh, Buffalo in general related to both the management and then what you've kind of experienced in architecture to date? Like what's the one big takeaway for everyone today? Yeah, uh, you know, honestly, before I uh, moved to Buffalo, I always assumed Buffalo to be this small city, you know, very secluded. Um, but my mind was blown when I moved here. It is a startup hub. You get to meet amazing people. Uh, and, you know, I cannot stress enough of that. I've met the most incredible people that I have, uh, you know, and they want to give back to the community. You don't really see, like, say, in California, um, you don't really see all these startup founders wanting to meet with other people in the community, wanting to talk, um, you know, be it architecture startup or, you know, a tech startup. Um, they don't want to, like, you know, or not they don't want to, they don't have the time um, to, you know, meet with the community and stuff. But here in Buffalo, they they make time for you. Um, you know, all you have to do is send an email. Networking opportunities in Buffalo has been amazing. It's such a big world in a small city. That's how I like to think of it as. Um, and it's been a, it's been you know a great journey. And it's only been six months. Again, I'd like to stress on that. If I could accomplish these many connections in six months, I cannot imagine you know what's in store for me in the next almost two and a half years. Awesome. Thanks, Amon. Looking forward to seeing you over in architecture here in the yeah. fall, for sure. So Josh, I have one more question, and this is kind of related to, you know, your highs and lows of your experience. So what has kind of been um, the rows so far in your experience of this blended dual graduate path? And then also maybe your thorn, uh, meaning positive or high on the rows and then uh, low on the thorn. Definitely. So um, I'm going to start with the thorn. And then with the rose. So um, as we all know, we're in trying times. Um, currently, you know, a lot of this podcast is obviously done in via Zoom, and a lot of the program currently has adapted well, but it has been online. So for a thorn for me, has been trying to work through being online most of the time, um, in order to still generate the relationships needed to be successful in a career in business and real estate. Um, because that's it's relationship driven, and when you're meeting online all the time, it's hard to get that real face to face relationship feel, whether it be with colleagues, peers, students, teachers. So that's been a thorn. But on the flip side, the rose is the exact opposite um, in terms of relationship management and networking, as Samantha mentioned. Um, a little bit behind my networking, I've met probably every major developer in Buffalo in terms of real estate. Um, I have not had to apply to one single position in four years, uh, whether it be internships, part-time jobs, full-time jobs. And that's, I can only say that because I've been able to network. Um, you know, I don't know if anybody's ever read the book, Never Eat Alone. I don't want to plug something else, but if you want to read that book, Never Eat Alone, it teaches you to network. And when you meet with one C-suite executive, which are very accessible in Buffalo, as Simone uh, mentioned, the C-suite is accessible somewhere like Buffalo because it is a smaller town. It doesn't mean that it does, there's not a lot to do, but it does mean that they have more time to give back to the to those that are students. You meet one C-suite executive and you ask them who else you could talk to in their industry. A large majority of them only have connections with other C-suite individuals. So through that basis, I've been able to meet a lot of people. Um, and I'd say that's the road. Buffalo's small enough where the school of this size, talking into respect of UB, school of this size has major influence. 
So if you are a UB student and it's attached to your name and your signature when you're emailing these C-suite executives or these um, business leaders, you're able to get in the door fast. And even though my degree was online, I've still been, been able to leverage that signature or that program that I'm in to be able to meet anybody in the industry that's now produced you know, several jobs for me without even filling out a different job application. So um, that's pretty much how my experience has been on the good and the bad. Awesome, thanks. Uh, so both you guys, thanks again for the excellent intel. Um, it's great be able to be able to see and hear from both of you in terms of your experiences. So I'm going to turn it back over to my colleague, Aaron Shaw in the School of Management for our closing remarks today. Thanks a lot, Kevin. And, and thanks to Josh and Samantha again uh, for taking us through the dual degree programs and your experiences uh, thus far. Uh, what an incredible conversation, um, some tremendous insight, and, and hopefully the audience has gained further knowledge uh, in helping them to decide, you know, is this the right fit in terms of next steps in their careers? To that audience, we're glad that you're considering UB's unique dual degree programs, but we want to hear from you, so stay connected. Uh, you can do so by taking out your cell phone, opening up the camera, um, and following the links associated with the QR code here on your screen. Uh, once you're there, you'll find opportunities to gain access to the digital library where this conversation and so many others uh, that have previously been recorded are available to you. Schedule a one-on-one -on -one admissions advising appointment, register for a recruiting event, browse our website, our social media, and so, so much more. Uh, on the MARC and MSRED side, Kevin, you wanna plug away the opportunities to connect? Sure. So we have a number of different sessions that we run pretty much weekly at the School of Architecture, uh, where you can attend an informal um, information session where we'll go through a number of different slides. We also offer more individualized Q&A sessions. Uh, we also are running, are running campus tours. Our architecture facilities really are second to none in the country. So we'd love to be able to show you all that we have to offer over here at the School of Architecture and Planning. And then if you can't make it and you want to still see the facilities, I do run um, annual virtual tours as well, where we can walk you through all of our facilities. Awesome. So please do take advantage of those opportunities. Uh, so that's it for here today. Uh, we look forward to those future conversations and the potential of welcoming you to the UB family. For everyone out there, take care and goodbye for now.